Hey family, welcome to Galaxy Vibes. So if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're not new here, welcome back. How y'all doing? I am great. I hope you're great as well. I really appreciate everyone for tuning in. It is such a pleasure for me to speak my truth myself and I just really love the fact that um, so many people are so supportive because this is something that is really refreshing to do because you get to connect with so many people on so many different levels and speaking of that this series that I'm going to start is a very touchy subject. It's something that it took me a while to do because it is such a vulnerable subject and it's something that I have went through myself and it's very hard for me to speak about it in the past, what it was, but when I was preparing to do this series, I kind of had a couple of setbacks because old things started coming up for me and my throat chakra was kind of blocked about it because it's something that I have not publicly addressed or even some of my closest friends and family don't know about this but there's so many people out there that go through this and I feel it's only right to shed some light on the situation as well as provide some tips and tools and methods of healing to get past something that's so deep and it's so common and it's so rare. Well, it's not really as rare as it used to be for people to speak out about it some people are still uncomfortable with the situation or closed off to it or even embarrassed but I refuse to be embarrassed I refuse to be ashamed and I refuse to let people suffer in silence so we're going to talk about sexual abuse sexual trauma and I'm going to break this down into three different sections or three different episodes just so because it's a lot of information and this is something that's very challenging to express so I'm just going to give you guys a warning now this may trigger some people but I'm not doing this to purposely trigger people or to stir up things and people to cause harm. I'm doing this to shed light and I'm doing this to free myself and hopefully to free others of the trauma that they've been through. So in this episode, we're just going to address what sexual trauma is and I'm going to list some effects that it has on people. And in the second episode, 
I'm going to break down several different types of sexual trauma because oftentimes people think that sexual trauma is just being raped or someone molesting them or something like that. But sexual trauma can be broken down into many different categories. And in the third episode, I'm going to break down different methods of healing and stepping forward um, or stepping out of being traumatized because it took a long time for me to wrap my brain around the things that happened to me so and sometimes it takes a little bit longer for people and I just really don't want anyone to have to suffer in silence any longer if I can just reach one person two people it doesn't even matter I'm going to do what I've been led to do because it's something that has affected my life in such a traumatic way. And some areas I didn't even realize I was being affected. So, strap in, buckle your seatbelts because we're going to take this ride. Alright? So... Let's get into it and let's talk about what sexual abuse or sexual trauma is. Okay, so sexual abuse is a sexual behavior or a sexual act forced upon a woman, man, or child without their consent. Sexual abuse is an act of violence which the attacker uses against someone they perceive as weaker than them. Sexual trauma can be broken down into many things. Any sexual act that is imposed on another person can be considered as such. When faced with sexual trauma, it could be something you've experienced once or multiple times. The effects are all the same and not one act is more traumatic than the other. People do react differently or process their experience in different ways. But make no mistake, any form of sexual trauma is traumatic and it is wrong and it's something that no one should ever have to go through in their lifetime, no matter what the situation is. No matter if it was done to you No matter if you were taught that it's okay, it's never okay, ever. Some people, they don't, when they've been sexually abused, they don't exhibit the same reactions or they don't have the same experiences as other people. And sometimes people who went through, I wouldn't say less traumatic, but say someone went through sexual harassment versus someone who was actually like violently raped, the outcome or the PTSD or what they experienced afterwards can be, some people can 
say, well, just get over it. I did. It's not that bad or, you know, whatever. But it is. It is. And we should all have sympathy or have a heart for someone who was forced to do something or was stalked or whatever against their will. Because that is, that is something, that's inhumane. That's something that sticks with you for a long time. Even if you suppress it, it comes through in many different, different ways in your life. And so just to give you some examples of sexual abuse, it can be sexual assault, rape, sexual abuse, stalking, sexual harassment. It could be street harassment, childhood sexual abuse, familiar sex or incest. It could be sex trafficking, online sexual harassment, sex and sexual violence in relationships. And like I said before in this in this series, I'm going to break everything down. And that's going to happen in the second episode. So all of these categories that I just named, I'm going to break all of them down one by one and explain exactly what it is and some things that you might experience when going through these different types of sexual assaults. So, oh, and also in the third episode, like I explained, I'm going to list some ways that you can heal and release the effects of sexual trauma no matter the way it was presented to you and one thing to always remember is that you are not alone at all there are so many people that have suffered from sexual trauma or sexual abuse you wouldn't believe it so many people that went through that and you don't have to feel like nobody will understand you or nobody will get where you're coming from because it might be some people that you really want to tell and they might even act like they never went through it but they have but they're just too embarrassed or ashamed to admit that the, the same thing happened or they're scared to talk about who it was that did it to them because it might have been a family member Or it might have been someone really close to them. Or it could have been someone like a boss or like a a co-worker or a neighbor or somebody that was entrusted in their care. You know, in their care could have been a babysitter or a parent, something like that. So it could have been somebody younger than them because that, that can happen as well. So it's embarrassing or it could be someone of the same sex that sexually abuse them so they don't want other people thinking that that's something that they like when sometimes that is the reason why some people turn to homosexuality or liking someone of the same sex it's because those sexual acts were thrusted upon them either at an early age or later on in life or they could be with the same sex because the opposite sex harmed them in the way in a way that they don't even want to be exposed to the opposite sex in that way. It's too traumatizing for them. 
And as people, we should have a heart for those type of people who, who think or feel that way. Instead of judging people, instead of putting people down, we should be there to understand and get to the root of the issue so we can help free some people from the effects of the trauma that they went through. Because it's not their fault. If you're listening, it's not your fault that you went through these things. And if you believe that it is, that is a lie. If it's sickness, if people do things like this, it's the sickness. It really is. It's, it's something that's, that nobody should have to be forced to endure. And it's forced. Not something that you decided that you wanted. Even if you are forced to believe that it's something that you wanted. It's not. So this forces people to be afraid, embarrassed, or even traumatized to speak about it or deal with it. Don't ever, and also don't ever push someone to uncover their pain. If they are not ready to disclose the things that happened to them, Please give them time because sometimes things can be very overwhelming and it might trigger some more unhealthy habits or behaviors that they're not ready to to handle. So instead, lend your support and unwavering love to someone who has suffered through such a traumatic ordeal. And remember, your pain is not always going to be the same as someone else. And please, whatever you do, do not shame someone for not speaking up when it happened. No matter if it took 40 years, 4 years, 4 hours, 4 days, whatever. Do not shame someone because you don't know what the effects are with that person. You don't know what somebody went through or you don't know how it can push somebody over the edge. If you, and especially if you betray, betray their trust by telling other people if they don't want to do that, if they're not ready for that, just don't do it. Um, this is never an easy matter. And to just come out with it is hard enough. And if you're not afraid to speak out then try to be there for someone who is not as bold or as brave as you or as healed as you are, okay? Sexual trauma can cause subsequent changes in your thoughts or behaviors as they can greatly interfere with your ability to effectively function in different areas of your life. You may experience high levels of distress. That is something that can happen immediately afterwards or it can happen or last for years. It can leave you feeling scared, angry, guilty, anxious, or sad, embarrassed, or ashamed. And most survivors suffer from PTSD. And sometimes you don't even realize it or know. And for some people who have buried those memories and don't even know what happened to them, they suffer from PTSD and they don't even know why they're suffering. They don't even know what 
has caused the situation to happen or caused the behaviors in them. They don't even know, well, why am I depressed? Why am I anxious? Why am I sad? Why am I ashamed of my body? Why am I, you know, afraid to explore sexually? Or why am I afraid to for people to touch me? You know, why do I have issues psychologically with certain things? Why do I think a certain way? Some people don't even know. They suppress those things so far down that they don't even realize it, okay? Or they don't know why they drink so much or why they, you know, got on drugs or have certain other habits that they have or are too sexually open or promiscuous or whatever you want to call it. They don't even know why they're like that. But it's because they might have suppressed those traumatic events because that's definitely possible PTSD from sexual trauma or sexual abuse can involve having it can involve many different things it can involve having nightmares or intrusive thoughts and memories some survivors may feel like they're always in danger or need to be on guard at all times they may also distrust people PTSD can lead to eating disorders Generalized anxiety disorder, substance abuse. Um, these things usually occur in people who experience their assault in childhood, but it does not have to be just from childhood, okay? Some people may not continue these behaviors over time. However, others will experience some form of psychological distress for months, even years, okay? Some people can get past it fairly quickly but others it lingers some people throughout their whole lifetime like me sometimes I still think of some things that happen but it doesn't affect me in the way that it did before you can always you I always remember it but if you have the right tools you can turn those things around and you can Push those negative memories to the side and you can pick up healthier habits to help you sustain in life. And not only can sexual assault affect you psychologically, but this is something I didn't know. It can affect you physically. And you can experience chronic or chronic, I'm sorry, chronic physical conditions. And I'm just going to give you a couple of examples. And some of those are arthritis, chronic pelvic pain, digestive issues, intense menstrual periods, non-epileptic seizures. And this is because traumatic events in general, along with PTSD, are connected with the development of the number of physical health problems. Additionally, people who are victims of sexual assault or attempted assault are at a high risk or an increased risk of contracting an STI, a sexual transmitted infection. These can lead to additional physical and emotional health problems. If you're constantly having an STI, it can rack your brain. It can mess with you physically, like bacterial infections and yeast infections and so so forth and so on, UTIs, stuff like that. It can... And this is something that can 
have happened to you in childhood that will follow you all the way up to adulthood and you don't even know why is this happening to me or you might have arthritis or um, pelvic pain you don't know what's going on and you you just don't even know that it's associated with sexual assault and oftentimes enjoying the act of sex again or as an adult if childhood trauma occurred it can be very difficult you can experience low sexual desires and low sex drive some survivors even experience pain fear or anxiety shame and guilt stemming from the rape you can it can also interfere with sexual desire and satisfaction Survivors of childhood sexual trauma are likely to have more severe sexual problems. Penetration, such as like penetration during sexual assault, will also increase risk for sexual problems. So, sometimes if the sexual assault was with through penetration, it can cause permanent damage in your sexual organs. And... That is something that's very traumatizing mentally, physically, emotionally. It's just, it's like, why? You know, I, I want to be normal. I want to operate in a normal sexual manner, but I can't. And how do you explain this to somebody? And I don't judge. If you're not married, how do you explain this to your sex partner? And most people don't understand. They don't have, they don't get it. They don't think that it, it should affect you. Or they don't think that it's side effects to it. Or if you have a low sex drive. Or you don't like being touched a certain way. Or certain things freak you out. Or you don't even like having sex. It's because of the things that happen to you. It don't even have to be from childhood. It could be one day you could be 35 and some your boss rapes you. Or somebody rapes you. Say you're jogging and somebody just rapes you. It can have an effect on you, you know, after that. As an adult, and it's something that's very frustrating to deal with. It's something that's very embarrassing to have to explain. Because your partner might believe that you're not interested in them or you're messing with somebody else. Married or not, you know, they might think you're interested in someone else. But that's not the case. It's just that it's so hard to, and sometimes you have to fake it till you make it. And that's hard to do too because you want to enjoy those things you want to enjoy it because you are supposed to but it's hard to to look past that it's hard to do so just be a little bit more considerate of people who have issues with enjoying sex Okay, so now I'm going to list some behavioral effects that survivors of sexual assault deal with. So, survivors of sexual assault often engage in risky sexual behaviors, like not using protection or having multiple sex partners. Also, in attempt to cope with intense unpleasant emotions that come with the intense unpleasant emotions I mean excuse me that come from being 
assaulted, many people will develop substance abuse problems or other unhealthy self-harming behaviors or habits. Some survivors may also go to great lengths to avoid um, they'll avoid certain situations that feel potentially dangerous and may shy away from TV shows, newspaper articles or you know articles online or conversations discussing sexual assault. So most times when we see people being over sexualized or they're you know so-called out there, sometimes instead of just judging them and calling them a hoe or calling them a slut or saying they're this and saying they're that, maybe you should take the time to figure out why they're like this or a lot of drug addicts it's easy to judge and say oh they just you know want to smoke crack or they want to pop pills or they want to drink you know drink themselves to death or you know they want to do this or want to do that you don't know what or be a stripper or you know be a prostitute or they want to do these things some people do these things just to cope with the abuse that they've been through they do this just to cope so I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable here this is something that's very hard for me to do I know for me I in my younger years I did a lot of drinking a lot of drinking just to cope with the things that I have I had experienced I experienced sexual abuse from a very young age under five years old all the way up to my adulthood in some type of way it might not have been the same exact sexual abuse but I have experienced it in multiple forms and it's very traumatic I didn't realize I had certain things going on within my body that I didn't understand that was happening to me certain pain in my body certain psychological things that I had going on I was in relationships for the wrong reasons even when I didn't want to have sex with somebody I did it because I thought that's what love was I thought that I had to do it because if I didn't do it that the person would not love me or not care for me because I didn't do it even though I felt that it was so disgusting I had to, before I had sex with anybody, I had to drink, I had to smoke, I had to do all kinds of stuff just to perform that sexual act. I had to do it because it was, it just, it made my skin crawl, especially if it was at a time where I really didn't want to do it or if I was tired. I've had pains in my body. And I try to explain that. Like, I really don't want to do this because like, I'm, I'm in pain. But the person, the people, you know, the person that at the time that I was, you know, involved with, they don't get it. They think I'm just, I was just explaining something or just saying it just to say it. Or because I, you know, I was doing something with somebody else. when that wasn't even the case. So, it ruined a lot of my relationships. But... 
I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, I just, it was something that was really hard for me to push past. And it really hurt me inside because I'm like, if I never went through those things, maybe I would never have to go through that. But everything happens for a reason. And it was happening that way just to get me to acknowledge the things that I've been through, do research on what I was going through. And I just refused to do it because it was such a painful subject for me. But now I'm able to see just really what it was. Um, it messed with my mind. And with me having children... I'm very overprotective of my children. If I see somebody getting too close to my child or it could be the father, it could be a family member. I don't care who it is. I'm very overprotective of that. I don't like when people touch my children in a certain way. It could be like a playful roughhouse type way, but I'm just like, uh, on the inside, it's just like I'm cringing. I don't like. I didn't allow them to like spend a night too many places because I'm thinking like, well, maybe something that happened to them. And then what if I don't know about it and they're too scared to tell me and it keeps happening to them and they grow up like I did, you know, even if I prayed over my children, even though, even if I know that they're in good hands, it still bothers me. I look at certain people a certain type of way. I look at men. A cer- I did look at men a certain type of way. Because I associated that with they're going to do something. And not only just to my children, but to me and to other kids. If I see other people, you know, being a little too overly affectionate or something like that, I would think something's happening to that child. Like it just, it, it really tortured my mind. It really did. So it's something like I said that no not only does it it affect you psychologically but it definitely affects you physically you tend to just want to run away from certain things and people because you don't trust them you just don't trust people you don't trust that they have your best interest at heart you you think the worst of situations and you're always in your mind like did you cause this to happen did you did you do something to make this person want you I I also battle with my weight because I used to think if I subconsciously was thinking if I gain weight or if I you know if I'm big nobody will want me but people still did you know or I think if I if I make myself unattractive guys wouldn't be attracted to me nobody will want me but they still did. I couldn't run away from it. There's nothing I could do. Even if I drank myself to blackout, the problem was still there. No matter how many, how much I smoked, the problem was still there. And it opened me up to even more trauma or abuse, sexual abuse. It opened me up to even more. So... What I'm trying to say is, if you've experienced some of these things in your life, 
it's never too late to heal from it. It's never too late to take that step forward to fix the things that were broken in you. It's never too late to do that. It's very challenging. It's rough. It's hurtful. But it's very necessary. And we need to heal ourselves so we don't pass these things down to our children. We don't pass these secrets down. We don't keep things on the hush and teach our children to keep things on the hush because that's not how it should be and if you were if you're someone who's listening that has molested someone or sexually abused somebody and you were sexually abused you don't have to do these things to people you don't have to do it just because it was done to you get some help seek some help So you can stop this because you will ruin your whole entire life just because you're not healed from something that happened to you. Nobody else should have to suffer. It's not fair to other people. It wasn't fair to you. It's not fair to other people as well. So I really hoped this definition or this breakdown help shed some light on what sexual trauma is or what sexual abuse is and in this next episode that I'm going to do we're going to talk about the different kinds of sexual abuse what to look for or the signs that show you when these things are happening to you because you know things like sexual harassment you might not even realize you're being sexually harassed or stalked or anything like that and it'll keep happening to you and it does it will affect you and some people say well that's not as bad as you know being raped is it because you can be raped in your mind you can be raped in your mind and that's sometimes just as bad or worse than being physically raped I've been you know psychologically raped and it is very damaging very damaging it's very much to me it was more traumatic than being physically molested or abused or raped or whatever you want to call it it was worse than that so don't be afraid to speak out or don't be afraid to, if you don't want to tell anybody don't be afraid to get the help you need talk to a counselor talk to a therapist talk to somebody a, a, if you go to church a pastor or a spiritual healer um, and also trauma a lot of sexual trauma and abuse is stored in your root chakra and in your sacral chakra and it can also be stored in your solar plexus chakra so Clearing those chakras and purging your chakras of those things definitely helps. That's one of the main things that helped me because I had a lot of things stored inside of my body. A lot of things. I had a lot of health issues and I didn't know and even the doctors didn't know what was going on um, with me. And once I start healing that area of my life, a lot of the pain that I was dealing with in my body especially my menstrual cycles it has really helped a lot so um we're gonna wrap this 
this episode up um, for now. And if you all have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at Sabrina Smith on Facebook, on Instagram, Queen Brina CEO. If you have my number, hit me up. If you have my email, hit me up. I will be happy to help. And if you want to email me, my email is S-H-A-B-R-I-N-A-S-M-I-T-H. 86 at gmail.com and I don't mind chatting with you if you don't want to disclose who you are that's fine too um it can be anonymous trust me I've seen a lot and I can definitely help walk you through some things that you might be feeling so um yeah and also if you have a topic that you would like me to touch on after I get done with this series I would definitely touch on that series with you um bear with me I'm going to be moving soon so those episodes might have a little length in between it but it's going to get out there so oh (laughs) y'all This was really rough, but it's so necessary, and I'm so glad you're here with me. So, I hope you guys have a great night or day whenever you're listening. I love you all. I'm here if no one else is here or there. And as always, may you fly higher than the galaxy, dripping in love and light. Let's get it, family. Namaste. Oh, I'm